Time when Damien had your back. No friends in the industry. But that's not what he's doing now. My brothers been my brothers, man. They no kidding me a fan. Before I got locked up, I was the best. You a coward, bro. And a fraud. Try spending half your life in a cell. Watching somebody else live your life. I had to draw the line. I'm just getting started, little brother. I had to draw the line between my brothers and my enemies. I'm coming for it all. He's not going to stop. Then you make him. The one and only Adonis Creed, you're the best pound for pound fighter in the world. Three years ago, it's been a minute since you've been out in these streets. When I walked away from boxing, I walked away with some unfinished business. You see that man right there? Do you remember him? Hey, hey. No friends in the industry. I had to draw the line between my brothers and my enemies. A fact. Let us start if you don't want to keep it wrapped. Yeah, you hit us up and now we owe you something back. Don't let him destroy everything you've built. Everything we've built. Yeah, I had to draw the line between my brothers and my enemies. My brothers and my enemies. My brothers and my enemies. You out there boxing. I need you to start fighting. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have our long-awaited review for Creed 3. This is the third installment in the Creed franchise, and it is directed by new director Michael B. Jordan. Before we get into the review, I am joined by some guests from the Cinemania World team. From last week's review off of Cocaine Bear, we have Manda from Candid Cinema. Manda, hello. How are you? Hey. I'm still thinking about Creed 3. It has been exactly 24 hours since I have seen it, and I'm just so happy to uh, dive into this with you guys because it's a movie, and I'm just so <laughs> proud of Mike. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very nice to have you here. I totally called called you Mandid, but whatever. You know, oh, I completely missed that. <laughs> <laughs> I almost like, I was like, ah, oh, God, whatever. But it's, okay. it's good I'm to have you change. here. <laughs> it's really good to have you here joining yeah. us today for the review. And uh, we are also joined from the Cinemania World team at Geekly Goods. We have Leo. Leo, welcome back. How are you, bud? Hey, thanks for having me back on. Yeah, Mandid Cinema. Okay, little little combo names. <laughs> but um, I'm really excited to talk about this one. I saw it, I think, last Tuesday or something like that. And I really enjoyed this movie a lot because it has so many anime elements and qualities to it. It was pretty much like a live action anime. A lot of actual references and shots from different anime shows as well. So honestly, a really great directorial debut by jordan and i can't wait to get into it guys i'm excited 
Yeah, yeah, I'm really pumped to talk about the movie. Uh, before we get started on the official review, let's go to the bio on IMDb. It is as follows. Adonis has been thriving in both his career and family life, but when a childhood friend and former boxing prodigy resurfaces, the face is more than just... The face-off is more than just a fight. It was directed by Michael B. Jordan, and it stars, of course, Michael B. Jordan, Tessa Thompson, Jonathan Majors, Felicia Rashad, a great cast, as always. No Sylvester Stallone this time around, but I'm going to be honest, I didn't, re- I didn't realize until like the third act. I was like, oh yeah, Sylvester Stallone ain't in this. But anyway, <laughs> let's get... I <laughs> let's, have things to say yeah. about that one. Yeah, Let's get into the review, guys. I'll start with you, Mando. What did you think about Creed 3? Oh, it was absolutely fantastic. I think um, Mike really impressed me. Um, this is a directorial debut, and I I think that he's the only one that could have brought something different to uh to the franchise. Um, as you mm-hmm. said, sorry, as Leo said, um, you know there were some anime inspired uh, scenes in the ring, and I've always said that you know a boxing movie can be a boxing movie, but mm-hmm. if the director can make what happens in the ring visually interesting and different, that's what sets it apart from other sports films um, and that makes it unique. And I think that the Creed trilogy has done that with, you know, with Coogler in the first one and Stephen Cable Jr. in the second one and now mm-hmm. added his own flair. And it's just visually interesting. The colors are so vibrant. Um, and I just think that it was just so fast paced. I absolutely love Jonathan Majors in this. You saw a different side to him, but I do think that the friendship between Mike and Majors off screen really helped the first half of this film. Um, I totally agree. You know, like you just felt that it was natural, kind of effortless. Like they'd been friends for years. They like they fell back into that, Um, and that's on chemistry. On top of that, I think that Tessa Thompson is stunning. I think she gives a beautiful performance and she is the glue um, that holds this franchise together. I know that's really bold of me to say, but there's just so much heart and she sees Adonis for who he is. And without her, it feels like he would kind of fall apart and not have a sense of direction. So I think that Tessa really just grounds Adonis and I love that. And I also love the family unit of this. I'm a sucker for a father-daughter um, storyline and something that's very uplifting and wholesome. And I just absolutely love um, what they did with this um, uh, this family unit. So there are fantastic aspects in this it is one of my favorite movies of the year i know it's march but the creed franchise sorry the creed trilogy and obviously the rocky franchise has just been Mm -hmm. something that i've championed for so long and this third one did not disappoint Ooh, starting off strong (laughs) sorry no that's good no this is a good thing good thing yeah uh leo let's go to you now what did you think about creed 3 uh, first of all, I want to agree with everything that Amanda said. This mm-hmm. is honestly one of my favorite franchises ever, I think. Mm-hmm. I think I could call the Creed trilogy one of my favorite trilogies. It is well done movie to movie, and you can feel that every movie is has its own style, but it brings something fresh to the to the franchise. This movie really brought that anime inspiration that he was talking about prior to the film, and it really 
it really not only did it in the in the ring, it did it outside of the ring as well. The relationship between the two of them, this this brother of his coming back, you know, trying to get the title. It was just something that felt straight out of an anime. But like Manda was saying, the chemistry between these two guys makes all of this work. Because I think if you have two actors where it feels stiff or unnatural, this all doesn't work. It all comes off cheesy at all. But but man, the two of them really make this an extravagant film. The acting is great. Tessa Thompson does hold them together, absolutely. She really is putting on some amazing acting in this movie. And honestly, the themes around family that you really see in the scenes with her and Mike, you know, you really see the emotional core of Adonis through her interactions with him. And I like that their relationship does get, you know, a little bit rocky sometimes. And I like that they really just go deep into their relationship. And I do Mm -hmm. like the incorporation of the daughter, how he really goes for sign language. This is a great film all around, but honestly, I got to talk about the best aspect of this movie. That's the fight scenes choreographed so well, man. Jordan really kills it, bro. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it's one of those things too. I think when I think I forget who said it, but it was like one of the review, one of the social media reviews were like, listen, you're either going to love what they do with the fighting here or you're going to not vibe with it. And at first, you know, cause this week I caught myself up. I mean, I've already seen the first two movies, but I was like, it's been a while. So I watched them both. And when the first fight does happen in Creed 3, it's a little jarring at first. It's like, oh my God, we're getting into these frames. We're getting into these like close-ups and these slow-mo shots that yeah. you're not really used to from the franchise. <laughs> so but after like the second, after like the first fight, going into like the other fights, I was so into it. And I actually really, really liked it. It just made it feel so much more visceral. And I watched it in IMAX, and IMAX mm-hmm. that theater was shaking. Where yep. every time like a punch was thrown, like it was, it was just really good. But um, yeah, dude, I loved this movie. I think before before uh, we went on air, I was talking to Amanda a little bit, and I was like, "This is the first movie of the year where I'm like, I felt the juice." Like, you know, like I've, I've had fun with some movies this year. Like Megan was a lot of fun. Um, Knock at the Cabin I enjoyed. I enjoyed Missing. Um, you know, I, I had my I had a little bit of fun with Cocaine Bear. But this is like the first movie where I'm like, oh, yes, like this is this is one of my favorite movies or it's going to end up being one of my favorite movies of the year. Um, it's so early in the year. And we still have so much to get into, but. I absolutely loved it. I loved what Michael B. Jordan did here as a director. He takes a lot of risk and stuff in the style that he directs in, and I thought it all worked and paid off here. Uh, A lot of it didn't really feel out of place. There's like a sequence at the end where, again, if you're down with the realism of Creed and all this stuff and you're just not – if you don't vibe with it, I mean, I understand, but I was totally down – it kind of reminded me of Far From Home. That's all I'll say. I'll just say Far yeah. From Home. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect, yeah, it kind of reminded me of that. And I yeah. was totally, I was down. I was down with it and I had a good time. And the performances were great. I love what you said, Amanda, about Tessa Thompson being the glue um, in the movie. And I completely agree. I thought her and the daughter, like I thought all that worked really well. The ESL here, all of that was just so, so good and so 
just groundbreaking and visceral and important. And I love that they, they went that route. And a lot of movies, when you get into the third of the franchise, a lot of movies, when it comes to relationships, um, especially with our lead, a lot of movies try to try to like break them up. Oh, it's the third movie. Let's break them up and let's have the main character do something new. But I like the fact that their relationship is as is as as solid as ever uh, when it comes to Adonis and uh, Bianca. And mm. you really see the progression, the tra- like you really see the trajectory trajectory of their relationship from the first one into now. And I thought it worked so well, but. I got to go to Jonathan Majors for a minute here. Woo-hoo. Jonathan Majors is so good. And I'm not even talking about in the movie. I'm just talking about in general. Mm. The guy just knows what to do for mm. every film that he's in. Everything I see him in, I feel like he fits with the movie like a glove, whether it's a series like Lovecraft Country, whether it's a movie like Devotion or a movie like Quantumania. He just, he, he's never an issue. He always just works. And this movie, he comes off so well as this kooky man out of prison. Like, just, he's just so good in this. Like, his facial expressions, his, his, just his mannerisms, it's just so good. Uh, and, and, and it's very intimidating, too, because we talked about him in Quantumania as Kang and how he was very intimidating and imposing. And he's the same way here because you feel like he, you feel like he's just gonna like he's just gonna explode at any moment, and he does that. He just portrays that so well. And I thought him and uh, and Michael B. Jordan's Adonis worked so well here. The backstory worked. All of it, all of it was just really, really well done in my opinion. But so um, uh, yeah, quick go ahead. Note about majors, it was like good to finally have. A original rival for the Creed series, I think. Oh, I agree. Yeah, that was 100%. like a nice, fresh change yeah. to bring in somebody. Drago's son was like original, kind of, but it was still kind it of like, still, oh, it's Drago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we we're still pulling in from the Rocky, which I kind of I was like, we could have saved him for for uh, Creed Four, do like the Rocky Four, Creed Four thing. But yeah, yeah, discussion for another day. But um, <laughs> yeah, like it was. It honestly. Majors really, really chewed up, man. He like he was good, <laughs> phenomenal <laughs> for no reason. Like, I don't just understand. So good. Yeah. I think he's just so brilliant because he makes you trust him with whatever character he's playing. You trust this guy. He's wholesome. He's fun. Mm-hmm. You know, he's charismatic, um, and he's just gonna emotionally pull you in and understand you on a certain level and connect with you and then the twist happens and you're like who the hell is this man in this like lovable human being like you know like that just that moment like he'll cock his head eyebrow uh, his eyebrow will like go up and it's the fact that you know that that threatening presence is almost like i was laughing during creed 3 because his reactions, his expressions were almost uh-huh. sometimes better and more effective than the lines of dialogue that he would say. Because once he was like all cocky getting into that ring, I started laughing. I'm like, he doesn't care. He doesn't care if he beats this man <laughs> right? to a pulp. He's like, I'm here to have fun, guys, and I'm the best. Like, yeah. it was just so incredible yeah. to watch him switch between um you know those two sides of him and that's what makes mm-hmm. him such an interesting actor to re- watch because he presents that he showcases yeah. that in 
every single role. And like, like you guys said, like he, he fits every movie like a glove and it's just, yep. it's dedication at that point. Yeah. And I really liked what they did with Adonis here to kind of counteract um, Jonathan Majors' uh, Damien because I like the fact that Adonis is retired and he's kind of mindlessly throwing his weight around. Like, it's not intentional, but it's like when you're retired, you're rich, you got everything, you got the, you got the wife, you got the, you got the kid, you got the gorgeous house. Oh my God, Dana was just like, oh, she was just like, she was, she was flummoxed with this damn house when we were it watching the movie yesterday. It was gorgeous, beautiful. and uh, you know, you have all of that, so you don't realize that you come off like such a like a douchebag sometimes, and that's kind of how he was acting when you finally get the reunion of him and uh, and him and Damien. And I thought that Jonathan Majors and Michael B. Jordan they played they countered off each other so so well done because you yeah. know you you know he. You can tell that Adonis feels bad. You can tell him that he wants to help, but he's kind of doing it in a way where it's like it comes off as very cocky, like trying to give him money or something like that. Like I really like that scene. I really liked how like it, it, it was all – I like how it was all done. And I, I like the fact too that they built up the rivalry instead of like he's he's back and he's immediately angry. It was a tension build. I think you mentioned that, uh, Amanda. It's just like it was yeah. just – Tension was building from the moment he you saw Jonathan Majors, and um, yeah, I just I just thought that was all done so so well here. Can um, we talk about how much this is an anime? Like, guys, this is such <laughs> an anime. Like, I there are literally shots from Dragon Ball Z, My Hero Academia, Naruto incorporated into these fight scenes. Mm-hmm. There's a specific blow that if you're a Dragon Ball Z fan, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Yeah, so in the last battle, I'm like, oh my god, that's straight out of a Goku Vegeta fight. But I was just gonna say, is... like Michael B. Jordan is Goku or something. Yeah, <laughs> man, there's definitely some parallels to anime, the hero villain. You yeah. you see it even in the clothing, the white, the black. Like it's it's cool. I really like the the dynamics between the two, and honestly, these fight scenes, man, unreal. I thought unreal. Like I said, it honestly. The big departure from the other movies is that the other the other boxing scenes felt like boxing. That's they're all they all everyone every movie does it great, and the fight scenes in the first two they feel like boxing. This didn't feel like boxing, but it was fine. Like it was, it honestly felt like it felt like like martial arts when they were mm-hmm. in the ring, kind of. But yeah. I liked it. Like I really liked it. I really Hell liked the, yeah. I I liked the change of pace. They were doing like hand to hand combos, and I'm like, this is supposed to be boxing, but ah, okay, whatever, dude. Like, this is this is awesome. So, like that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I I loved yeah. it still, and um, again, I am so glad that he filmed this with IMAX cameras. God but bless him. If you have an IMAX near you, that is the way to watch the movie. Yep, yeah, it is just especially the ending, the way it oh, looks good. Like, it's like it really brings you. The link, the thing I love about IMAX is that IMAX is the theater where I get the most immersion, and it it, it literally it, it it like you feel like you're in the stadium, yeah. When you're watching like the these like these fights and stuff like yeah. that, and they yeah. do everything. They do the entrances. That's one thing I love about the the act like the Creed trilogy because like the Rocky movies they do it well, but the Creed trilogy. 
they they waste no time to emphasize the entrances. And that's one thing I love about, you know, mm-hmm. sports and when it comes to like wrestling and boxing, UFC, I love entrances. And they don't just cut and you're in the ring and they're getting ready to fight. It's like everyone gets an entrance. They have a song, like a licensed music. Yeah. And it's so good. Like yeah. one of my favorite one of my favorite moments from the trilogy is when Bianca is singing Michael yes. B. Jordan's theme in part yes. two. It's, so, it's so just nice. so good. It's so good. And like and this one, you know, they both it's just it, it was just done. It's just done so yeah. well the way they do these. And I think that's that's a that's a testament to Ryan Coogler and everyone involved in the making of these movies because these movies just come yeah. off so grand and so yeah. so big. And I love that about them. So. I gotta ask y'all something. So this is kind of there's this big trend going on that has been for a while to like revive a series, right? I mean, you got this, Cobra Kai, many other examples. What is it that makes this type of revival work? Y'all think? Uh, I think it's, I think it just keeping it fresh. You know, I think if this one was like, was more like the other two, I don't think it would have worked as well. I'm kind of glad that they, they did some new things with it. And I think just the make, making these movies feel fresh while also honoring what they do. Yeah. Like what they, Mm -hmm. what they've had coming, come, you know, that come before it. I also think that like Michael B. Jordan just has that star level quality that really just brought Adonis to life because this could have gone south so fast and yeah. if you didn't cast the right person for this. And, yeah, for real. You know, and I think that you need you needed Mike. That's it. You needed Mike and it, and it worked out that way. But I also think that as as this like franchise I don't want to say this because it's going to get the Rocky fans upset. I personally Ooh. think the Creed trilogy is a step above the entire like Rocky six, like all six Ooh. films. I think that that's going to piss people off. I understand that Rocky like started this entire thing. No, this is not a slight to like Sly Stallone whatsoever, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's just the fact that the Rocky films aren't as like, I feel like they're not as compelling because Mm -hmm. it how can it everyone like every other character except rocky is more interesting than rocky (laughs) and i feel like there's i i don't know it's how i felt because (laughs) why are you doing it like apollo creed is like one of like the biggest characters that you know came on the scene it's like you almost care for apollo more than rocky like you're not like you don't really you care for rocky as the underdog obviously in the first one but as the franchise Mm -hmm. goes on it's who he faces that's more important like even like clubber lang was also more interesting than um than rocky and then Mm -hmm. on top of that you have the beautiful chemistry between tessa thompson and mike that the relationship between rocky and adrian also isn't as strong in comparison to them so i think that the nostalgia did hit for the Creed films because of Rocky Balboa, but it has the essence of like Mike and Tessa that carried this and made it stronger and made it kind of better than the Rocky franchise. So uh, <laughs> I, I got something to say about that. I, I agree well, me, with you a little well, before um, you before yeah. you get to your before you get to your point real quick. I, I think I, I think I know where you're going here, Leo. Uh, I yeah, real quick to to touch on that to kind of bring that up regarding Sylvester Stallone again. Um, yeah, I 
I love me some, some Sylvester Stallone. I really do. I mm-hmm. loved him in the first one, especially the second one. He was pretty good, but he did feel a little bit kind of like, like you know, you, you could tell they were Why? kind of getting away. They were getting strings. right. They were kind of get, getting away from Sylvester Stallone in the in the second one to where like Donnie kind of leaves. You know, Philly. They go to L.A. for a little bit, and then there's kind of there's not really any Sylvester Stallone in the movie or Rocky or whatever. And uh, in this one. Like I, I gotta be honest. I love Sylvester Stallone. I love Rocky, but like I, he was not missed here for me. I, yeah. I thought it, I thought it was yeah. fine. I, yeah. I did. They did. They even mention him in the movie at all. I don't think they did. Yeah, but... he gets mentioned in one scene, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I was actually gonna agree with Mandano that yeah. I think consistently the Rocky films are not as consistent. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, you could really say. Rocky one, Rocky two, really good, and Rocky four. Yep. The rest of them you can kind of took it depending. Of it's pretty each his own type of deal. I mm-hmm. I can really I think we could universally say like Rocky Balboa's toward the bottom. Yep. Uh, let's see, is it three? Yeah, I think three it's, is one of the yeah. ones bubbling toward the bottom. Like you Five, know, you know, remember. there's kind of some bottom few, mm-hmm. but like the Creed trilogy has been consistently strong across the board. Yeah. So it's just consistently a better, a little bit better of a franchise. Right. With maybe right. that first Rocky, you know, taking the yeah hold on the whole franchise. I guess Naturally. that could be a number one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do think that the people that are there are a lot of people pissed off that Rocky was not in Creed three, and after watching Creed three, mm. I have to ask these people, what is the point of Rocky being in this movie if Ooh. Adonis oh, is in? A similar position as Rocky, like. Amanda, why are you coming for the next? Right, Rocky. Come on like, now. What's, yeah, but what's he gonna do here? He can't educate. No, Adonis I, one anymore, little, you one know? little cameo. You know, a cameo would hurt. But I think that if they brought him back in Creed Three, mm. it's just like he's already with his son. You know what I mean? Like you ended that off, you capped it off. He went to go see his son. And realistically, I know this is going to sound absolutely terrible because I absolutely love Creed 1 and Creed 2 and their Uh connection. Uh But like Rocky's technically (laughs) not like familia. You know, he's not family to Adonis. And Adonis was going back to like the skeletons in his closet, you know, and where like his, um, you know, his trauma manifested. You know, I think Mm -hmm. that, there's no way in hell that Rocky would have been able to aid him in this journey. And that's the direction that oh, Mike God. wanted to go on. There's, I, there's no way that he would have been able I to. I can't believe you said, <laughs> Unk. I'm, Unk. I know. Yeah, but I'm, I'm with Leo. Family. I'm with I'm Leo. Like, I don't know. I, I, I can't go that far. I don't yeah, know. I, I feel I'm like, with Leo. Leo. But Man. you could say goodbye. But, but here's the thing. It's like, no, Rocky is like family to him. Like, that was the point of the second Man one. Mandy be doing becoming... so good. And then she just goes out of and pocket. Then we yeah, but like down for us, this... yeah, but for us not to miss him <laughs> in three... Did yeah. it really no, but I, I, I listen one little clip. I, I thought one little one clip would have been great. One little cameo, call? cool. Yeah, even a phone call. And what was like, he gonna I say? Mean, to him? Honestly, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what was he gonna say? Like I gonna say? I'm trying not to spoil he's, shit, he's but what were you gonna say? Yeah, unk, I unk. 
should I take this fight <laughs> oh, for someone? And then he's going to tell him the whole story between him and Jonathan Majors. Like, what's he going <laughs> to do? Like, like, oh, I'm talking <laughs> into the movie or something, you know, like in the yeah, final I, battle, I, he's like in the audience type. I agree with Leo. Like, you I was like, yeah. you know, yeah, one know. little Man quick appearance like, in the audience or something. Man, said, hi, Unc. So should I fight this guy? Like, <laughs> like what's, what's he going to do? I do. I do. I I I want to give a shout out to a performer in the movie that I feel like just does not get a lot of recognition, and he's been in the movie since the first one. Like Wood Harris, I love him as like the coach in these movies. He's he's just so good. He um he he has these dialogues. He has these like these scenes where. He's just so there's like a there's a there's like a whole storyline in the movie of like Adonis taking taking a fight for somebody. I don't want to give any spoilers. And what it there's like a scene where you're kind of they're like, well, who are we gonna get to fight so and so? And Wood Harris is like in the corner, just so she's like stewing. He's so mad, and he's just so great. He's so great in that scene. And then there's also a scene at the end where he's obviously in. Um, Adonis's corner and he's he's giving him a speech of like I think it's in the trailer too he's giving him a speech of like you gotta let go of everything and he's so good in that you, scene as well too so I just wanted to give him a shout out because I feel like he doesn't you just proved my point Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no stand see, up that's what I'm saying that's what I'm saying Rocky don't gotta be in his corner one little blip <laughs> one blip <laughs> Listen, all you got to do I'm is have him look over in the audience and he's just like there. I just that's so all laughing. you got to do. I'm just laughing at hi, Unc. Hi, Unc. Like he's going to dial him on a street phone or something. You never know. A phone call would have been fine. You know? Was there anything? Was there anything in the movie that you guys didn't vibe with or like at all? I'm struggling with something. Anything. It was too short. Sure. Yeah. I, I thought the pacing was yep. good though, but yeah, I, I can agree with that. Maybe, maybe I just more, felt like uh, we got to the conclusion way faster than I had anticipated. Yeah. Yeah. And and the movies, the, the Creed movies usually go for like two two hours to two two hours and like ten minutes. Yeah. I think Creed two was like two ten or something. And uh yeah, I I can agree with that because when I when I saw the runtime online before going, I was like, Oh, okay, you know, seems shorter than usual. Like Let's look at this here real quick. Like, yeah, Creed, the first one was two hours and 13. You know, I can see something like that kind of as a runtime for this movie. Although I did I did think the pacing was still pretty solid, I would say. And uh, Creed yeah. 2 was around 210. So, yeah, I, I can agree with that. Leo, how about you? Yeah. Any any kind of dislikes at all? Um, You know, there's a lot of people commenting about the score. It didn't really bother me that we had some different kind of dramatics. Yeah, but I, like I, I mean, it I, wasn't I get, Ludwig, was it? Because no, Ludwig, man, no. that boy, that boy eats. No, so I, I get it. It, it didn't slap as high, but it, it yeah. had some great needle drops, and mm-hmm. honestly, it worked yeah. for the the type of movie it was. But 
I didn't have too many gripes. I think I'm with Amanda. A, a little bit more time to flesh out some more story beats. I definitely think mm-hmm. we need a little, little more time with Dame. I think mm-hmm. it kind of felt like after a certain point, there was like no more Dame in the movie. And I'm like, all right, that kind of came and went. Maybe, but, maybe like um, one more fight with him too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a little bit more with, with Dame. Like I would say yeah. that's probably my biggest criticism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I I can agree with that. It does seem like so quick when he's like the oh, that's a spoiler anyway. But you know, I I would agree. <laughs> I I I would agree. Um, if you heard something and every anyone no, you didn't. So yeah, I can understand. It's a little bit more time to flesh out some of the characters yeah. a little bit more. Um, I know Larry was mentioning something about um Tessa Thompson, but listen, I thought. I didn't think she was underutilized or anything. I thought she no. was. I thought she was fine, and I liked. The, they have a scene. There's a scene with her and uh, Jonathan Majors alone that I really like as well too, because he's so yeah. His character is so manipulative, and I really like what that how that all goes about. And we don't mention the uh, the little girl, their daughter Amara. Uh, so I thought good. I thought she was cute. I thought it was great. I thought the the uh you know the sign language was not forced at all as it is mm-hmm. in some medias where it's like you know it, it's kind of yeah, i don't want to get into it but like i, I thought that, i thought it was handled really well and i thought it was really good yeah. and stuff so um yeah i any i once again to kind of go to final thoughts here i loved the movie i really want to watch it again but we're about mm-hmm. to get hit with a little blizzy Same tomorrow days. so <laughs> i can't I it's can't see shit. Thing. I can't see shit. So <laughs> maybe next week before Scream, I could get one more watch of Creed 3 in. But I, th- I thought it was fantastic. Um, I definitely recommend everyone out here to, if you're not getting a blizzard like I am, to go watch it. I thought it was really, really good. Um, Leo, any final thoughts? Uh, love this movie. Love this franchise. This was just, this was great. Like, especially for Michael B. Jordan's directorial debut excellent like i'm i'm actually excited to see what he does behind the camera now i really want to see i agree somebody else said that too Mm -hmm. uh yeah i'm I'm excited to see where his direction goes and where his career takes him behind the camera so a great film him and majors are amazing i hope they work together again and yeah i'm definitely gonna be watching this again in theater soon all right and manda any final thoughts yeah i just i absolutely love this uh this just made me love Jonathan Majors 10 times more. Um, And this is kind of like introducing a different side to Majors that many people, you know, they probably don't know as like the actor and not just Kang. Um, Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying this guy has range and he's fantastic. Um, But it's just a fantastic movie. It's so good. Um, I think it's a beautiful, heartfelt story as well, and everyone had their time to shine. And I kind of liked that it was more intimate than the previous two installments, um, and Mike wanted to put the audience in the mind of the boxer, and I think that's really cool that he did that, even in the mind of Adonis, and I think he he nailed it. He absolutely nailed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 100%. Last thing I'll say on this is to watch it, Supported. It's a great movie. Michael B. Jordan did a really good job here. Again, I would love to see what more he can do behind the camera as well. And uh, more anime fights in black media. Because that shit was popping. And I liked it a lot. And I 
honestly, let John, let, 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 um, let, let Michael B. Jordan record, I don't know, some crazy shit for like Netflix or something that's like anime related. I don't know. Like, a yeah, live guys, give him a live action DBZ movie. Something. Do or it. Just <laughs> something. I was, Do I was it. down for it. I, I had a really good time with the movie Jonathan Majors again, again, again. This is not our last, not our last time talking about him this year. He has, I think, a couple more projects to come up. So, Good for him. Good for him. Uh, lucky for him that you know everyone's like most recent stint of him is not Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. That it's this, God bless. and it's great, <laughs> <laughs> and it's good. So uh, yeah, yeah, that is it, everyone. That's our review of Creed Three. Re- highly, highly, highly recommend it. I'll go around get everyone's social medias to cap off the show here. Leo, let everyone know where they can follow you. Guys, if you're over on YouTube, go ahead and search up Geekly Goods. Go ahead and tap the logo with two Gs. That's me. Come on over, y'all. Yeah, guys, there's a lot coming up, man. Uh, Gotham Knights right around the corner. Not great. Uh, you will definitely have a review for that coming out this next week here. I'm sorry. Uh, let's just say uh, there, there's some, believe it or not, there's some decent things to talk about with that show. Um, mm-hmm. But that show, got a review coming for that. And also, uh, first time watching... Paddington 2. Never seen the second one, so uh, we'll be sitting down watching that. But thanks for having me on, Dwayne. It's fun. Amanda, mm-hmm. great chatting. Good time, y'all. <laughs> All right. And Amanda, let everyone know where they can follow you, my friend. Oh, this is such a good time. I'm so happy we jumped on and did this. Uh, you guys can always follow me over at uh, AMX NDA Reviews on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. You can check out my website, CandidXCinema.com, and my YouTube, Candid Cinema. All right, everyone, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. And as far as for us, we'll have a Cinemania Live with myself and Hannah tomorrow. Stay tuned for that. Larry and I will be back on Sunday to discuss the box office for Creed 3, as well as a Hero Hour, I'm hoping, this weekend. And next week will be coverage for Scream, for Scream 6, which I'm excited about. And that is it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Leo and Mandel. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.